Hello and welcome to the Roehampton podcast. My name is Danielle. I'm a recent graduate and proud Roehampton alumni. I also work with the Sport and Active Communities Department and most importantly, I will be your guest host for this episode. I'm thrilled to be joined by our current sports presidents, Louise and Will. Hi. Hello. (laughs) Welcome. Would you like to introduce yourselves? What do you do? I'm Louise. I'm doing my master's in sports science. Um, I'm obviously a rugby player, but I started off as an athlete in athletics i used to be a hammer thrower oh wow okay um i'm will i'm a master's in sports psychology and i play for the university hockey team did you play beforehand i did play hockey beforehand i played a bit of rugby as well before i got to like sick form okay so uh, we all met here at rahampton university uh we're all the same year i was actually on the same course undergrad course as will we both did sports psychology bsc um i also played rugby with louise (laughs) while we were here um, I was on uh, two teams while I was at Roehampton. I played women's basketball and women's rugby, uh, like I said, with Louise. I never played hockey, unfortunately, Will. I'm really sorry. Shame. Sorry about Should have got you involved at some point. Well, probably would have been. I mean, I'm literally scared of anything. Like, she plays rugby. She's the rugby captain. No, that's, no that's but like, exactly if things come at captain. me, like, I will probably, like, yeah, no. Isn't that the point of rugby? <laughs> <laughs> the point is to run okay. straight into them, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, but... Right, getting off topic here, guys. <laughs> so, uh, we've already discussed, did you play sports before coming to uni? What sort of level did you play? Um, I played hockey every Saturday, uh, but when I was like under 12s, under 13s, I got invited to county, um, but I never actually went to it. It was completely the other side of the county, and it's just yeah. not anything that accessible. was like, accessible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, played at school, played on Saturdays every week, pretty much, for... The X amount of years before I started uni. Yeah, lovely. So I was nationally ranked and like I, play, I competed for county in Hammer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I competed in Hammer for about five years. Oh, wow. But then it's like, I just found it hard because I was travelling home for training. And then to consistently like keep up rugby and athletics, I was enjoying rugby more, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so you went full force yeah. into that. What got you started in Hammer then? Because I don't even remember doing that at school. I've, never, I've never experienced Hammer so at I, all. Like, it was discus, only people who'd I done think. it outside yeah. of school. So I joined my athletics club as a like discus thrower and a shot putter. But then they needed a hammer thrower, so they'd like, try it out. And I enjoyed it more than all other oh. ones. So, yeah. so you just fell into it. Yeah. He was persuaded. <laughs> yeah. We've got a gap. Would you like to fill it? <laughs> Um, okay, so you both said that you played at a relative like county level, um, national level for you. No, not quite. <laughs> that. I was like ranked, but okay. I wasn't that good. <laughs> did you play? You did county trials for rugby though, didn't yeah, you? Yeah. So that was in my second year. Yeah, we got him, but it was it was uh, such a big step up because obviously I've only been playing for like four months. Yeah. And like it was so like full on, but it was a good experience. But then I didn't get a chance to actually play because of COVID. COVID yeah. So would you say that? having that experience at county level um, before we came to uni helped you or would you kind of recommend it to anybody? In terms of coming to uni and playing sports? Yeah, the level, um, did it help you there? Not as much here because we're quite a small university, but I think in terms of knowing sort of where you sit with regards to everyone else, it's so good for your confidence and things like that as well. Mm-hmm. Not just going into the team where like, oh, I'm, I'm one of the best here. It's just going there and passing on your knowledge onto everyone else as well. Yeah. I think it's really important that we've had that sort of experience and we can pass what we've learned on to people who are like immediately new to a sport. Yeah. yeah. And for me, I didn't really do athletics in uni, but like I would say 
playing county rugby helped me a lot, especially as I was captain last year. And like, I feel like if I didn't have that, I would have like less of a knowledge about rugby. And I feel like just having that extra bit like helped me quite a lot because like, obviously you're there to help the girls yeah. who've never played before. So would you say that on both your teams, you have a bit of a mix of those that have played county level and those that yeah. are probably still at a grassroots level? Oh, see, rugby, because like, no women played rugby before uni. So our team this year, we have three people who played before. Mm-hmm. That's like me, the captain, and vice-captain. And then other than that, no one's played. So we're going in. in yeah, wow. That should really be good. Fun. I mean, the, the confidence that you, that not that you've got to have, that that brings yeah. to, to yourself to be able to put yourself out there for a sport like yeah. rugby. Um, yeah, so we have our first game on Wednesday too, but I think it's also bringing us closer as a team. So like we've been going to watch professional games, just watching games together, just to like help us like understand the game more because like, we all still have a lot to learn. The ones that have played. Yeah. So. I went. I saw on the ground that you saw England versus Canada yeah, this weekend so as good. a team. So would you say that the social side of university sport is? really really important to you and your experience at university I think it's just as important as like what we do on the pitch because like if you don't have a relationship with these people like these are friends you make for like the rest of your life like yeah I think it's just as important to like bond off the pitch would you say on a level that they become family to you yeah 100% I think um, speaking from experience my first year um, I spent a lot of time on the main campus despite living on Whiteland and studying on Whiteland but because all of my mates from hockey lived on main campus and it was just so easy to go over and meet them in these all, all the social spaces we have here it's very important I think off campus not off campus out of the um, performing aspect of sport to be this Get involved close. alongside yeah, of, of course. Um, I know that a lot of our teams on campus have uh, social sides to them. Um, so, would you say that even if you don't want to compete competitively, that it is quite important to still stay active um, and participate in those social sides um, that could really, really benefit and uh, sort of nourish your experience while you're at Rahampton? Hundred percent. Like. I didn't do any sports like to do with the uni in my first year, and I barely went to any uni events. And, like, since I joined rugby, that's completely changed up. It's probably quite bad, but I'm at, like, everything now. <laughs> but then the thing is, but I'm enjoying it, and it's, yeah. like, it's encouraged me to, like, meet, like, hockey people. Like, I've become quite good friends with a lot yeah. of hockey this year because of it. People so, that you probably wouldn't know. I think it's good. All the teams are mixing as well. This yeah, year especially, we're all mixing really well. And there's a there's a good, like, crowd of people. It's not segregated. It's not, oh, you're part of... Yeah. You're part of men's football, you're part of women's you're rugby. You're just part of Sport You're Hampton. part of Sport Hampton and yeah. everyone gets on with each other it's and nice you see each other around base. campus. Yeah. And you may not know the person, but you sort of recognise that they're part of a team yeah, and you'd appreciate that. So on the subject of uh, social sport playing and playing sport while you're at university, would you say that it was important to play sport while you're at uni for your mental health? I know that for, for me, while I was a student at Rahampton, it played a massive role in my mental health and um, keeping me active and keeping me actually involved in university life. I've become quite distant in my second year and had it not been for university sport, um, I might not have finished my degree. Would you say that's something similar yeah. to yourself? Yeah, like honestly, with rugby especially, like if you've had a bad day in re- um, lectures, like going out and being able to like tackle someone or like just going to train, <laughs> it's so like satisfying and it's like it honestly and even like over the lockdowns like having those people to turn to yeah we can't train but because you've all been in like a situation you've all grown as a team 
like it's just helped a lot yeah i think similar to what you said we we didn't necessarily do like fitness or stuff over lockdown together but we do like weekly quizzes and that sort of stuff so we'd all get together over zoom and do some form of social interaction with each other like not related to hockey or anything at all but just so we'd all see each other on a weekly basis. And yeah. It was really good, really important for everyone, I think. Yeah. And I think that made us all closer. Yeah, so outside of um, the COVID era, shall we say, <laughs> um, how important would, was, was is it to you, obviously now that we're back to a bit of normality <coughs> and sport has resumed, um, I always found that if I had a rough day, I could step onto, like as soon as I stepped into Davies Hall, um, you know, it, nobody needed to ask what you'd been up to that day or nobody mm. needed if you yeah. looked down it, nobody it's a safe space yeah exactly that's what, that's what I see sport as especially in my first year I wasn't really sure like where I sat with things and then getting into hockey with all, like I said earlier about family like it is it's very important um, and it gave me space to feel comfortable and sense of belonging yeah exactly like feeling part of a team and where people like felt you could belong there mm-hmm. And I think like now, especially we're in our masters, so like it's another step up. It's just so it's so good to have that. I also play outside the uni too, yeah. and like most of the girls on our team play for that team now. And it's just like nice to have that break. It's a nice like to forget time to like be able to forget about like your studies and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. it's separate, but also not so much because it's still part of the university. Yeah. And like everyone understands what you're going through because they're students too. So it's not yeah. like you have people from like every background like we're all students we all have yeah. part-time jobs like i guess you could say uh university sport doesn't really discriminate does it i guess no, it's it kind of like doesn't. if you um if you're at university and you are a student you have uh you are you have access to those sports you're all on a, a level playing field yeah. and we offer sports that allow other students not that um aren't well versed in those sports to really get involved i think I think it's important because it, it gives a lot of people the opportunity and the accessibility as well to sport. They've, some people may come to uni and never play any sport at mm-hmm. all before. And I think Sport Rahampton does it really well, offering all these taster sessions in Freshers Week. I mean, sport um, outside of university is extremely expensive. Exactly. Um, yeah. So being able to have, you know, uh, funds and uh, it heavily subsidised by the university does does allow those that haven't been able to participate in sport before to do it while they're at university and really fulfil that that level of um, you know family at university that you do need. So Louise, you mentioned a step up. I know we were talking about sport, <laughs> um, but this year you both are doing masters, yeah, degrees. So um, they're both sport related. What would you say that the step up from uh, an undergrad to a master's has been like in in your opinion? I think for me, it's just like it's so it's a lot more like independent work. So mm-hmm. yeah, I have like six to nine hours of lectures a week, but it's so much I have to do outside of them lectures, and that yeah, it's a lot more. <laughs> yeah, I think the exact same as what Louise just said. We have a lot of spare time, and I think if I was an undergrad and I had this amount of spare yeah. time, I, I wouldn't get any work done. But I think given the fact that it is a master's and it's so the, the work is so relevant to what we do in classes it's just sort of imperative that you have to do it yeah so would you say it's more like an attitude an attitude change as yeah, well definitely. so like obviously when you was an undergraduate yes. oh, i know i can do those spare times yeah and like, like time management is so important now so like because obviously our loans aren't that good for masters so i have to work so managing training for two clubs work and lectures mm. It's a lot it's of responsibility. Lot. And then it's like, I know I can't start my days at like one anymore because <laughs> then I have to go to work. I'm no, I'm not going to do work when I get back from yeah. work. So, so you have yeah. to start early. 
utilise the 24-hour library, I guess. (laughs) So uh, growing up or now, did you have role models or how important are those role models and leaders for you or or do you just have a figure of a leader in in mind and it's something that you pursue perhaps? I think you've worded it well at the end there. It's sort of someone that you'd envision to be like the the sort of the core. Like a figure. Yeah, and who someone you wish to aspire to be, I guess. I've, I've never had like a set idol or role model, but it's sort of like... That I see characteristics in certain professionals and it's like you are you have that thing that I wish I had yeah. yes that you strive for so well, I I agree because I got into both sports quite late mm. so it's like and I didn't as much as I watch rugby I don't really follow individuals and like look to them as like role models yeah. as one so I like yeah I look at characteristics and even like when I first joined like the committee the rugby committee was really really good and it's like wow they're all great players they're all yeah. like just great people so like I aspire to be like yeah. that I guess it's important so. to recognize as well that like, role models don't have to be 20 years older than you like, they, they can be people they that are someone on your, your team. age or exactly. yeah, on yeah. your team or even younger than you if you think like, their characteristics are what you aspire to be like mm. um yeah. so with role models are, are there specific characteristics that you look for obviously I know Louise you, you play women's sport and women's sport was very underrepresented is there things that that can power you I think it's like seeing like those women who like go out the way to like do better and to make changes and it's like wow like you're actually speaking up and it's probably going to be a bit detrimental to your career because but you're doing it you're doing yeah. it anyway yeah making making that loud noise yeah because sorry no go no, on no, I was going to say because it's uh, those people that will make a difference and like if they were too afraid we would still be going backwards in sport there's no ground being made is there no. there's one person for me that comes to mind is a lady called Cara Saunders she's a CrossFit athlete and um she recently just um they did the CrossFit Games in Covid and she's not long had a little girl and while she was training she was still lifting like 140 kg above her head when she was like nine months wow. pregnant and I just think like you, you've shown that you know I, I was kind of grew, grew up thinking oh you know you you get you get to in your 20s and then you know if you if you get if you have kids and that's kind of it your career yeah. is over mm-hmm. or you, yeah. you, your sport goes on the back burner but that's quite clearly not the yeah. case 100% it's all the women that have come back from like Serena Williams after yeah 100%. Given birth and they've come back quickly it's like they're breaking so many stereotypes that once you have a kid your career's over yeah if so. not, you just got a little mini me beside you, yeah. <laughs> a little mascot, a little cheerleader. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ready made, best friend for life. Okay, so we have touched on it a little bit earlier um, in the episode, but um, if there was any specific advice that you would, you know, you would give to somebody that who wanted to play sport but they were nervous to get involved, um, I know we spoke about like you don't really need a background in sport to play sport at university, but is there like you know a solid piece of advice that? you've both been at Freshers Fair and that's one of the biggest times that we give advice to people we encourage them and and get them involved and a lot of the time they do just sign up to everything which is brilliant so is there a piece of advice it's very cliche but speak to everyone Mm -hmm. at Freshers Fair for example like there's all the teams are there for a reason and that's what the committees are for they're there to help you introduce yourself and help introduce you to the sports or any activities or societies um, and they give you the opportunity to try new things and it, it, it sounds so cliche try new things but yeah. that's what we're all here for that's why we put on Freshers Fair and that's why yeah, we go to 100%. it and put our stalls out there my biggest advice whenever I saw um, a first year was um, join a sport club a sports mm. society something some some yeah. form of society because it's the quickest way you will meet like-minded people at yeah. university and you yeah. you know you kind of that sense of belonging we were talking about earlier it, it, will, it will come just like that yeah 
And my thing is also is like definitely like get just get involved, mm-hmm. but also like go to them events like karaoke or like go to the union because there's always these sports clubs there. Like mm-hmm. without fail, chances are you bump into one of us yeah. <laughs> singing in a bit of country and road. Like, <laughs> but the thing is, and it's like even if you don't know them, like everyone's so welcoming. Like everyone's, everyone's friendly, like, aren't they? Yeah. If you ever find yourself on your own, um, find a sports team. Yeah, someone someone to pick you up and encourages <laughs> play sport. <laughs> Okay, so this is a bit of a tricky question. I know myself, I probably wouldn't have an answer. Like we were talking about with a figure, a hazy sort of thing to go towards. But um, do you have something in mind where you would like to see yourself in 10 years? I mean, we're talking... Now, don't cringe, but we're going to be in our 30s. Stop it. Oh, my God. Okay, disgusting. I mean, I've got got an ideal, but it's whether I can get there because like, yeah. after the masters it's like I spoke to yourself yeah. about it like the next step after the masters is more more training yeah. afterwards and it's like 10 years in, in the line am I going to be doing what I want to do or am I still going to be saving trying to, to afford get there it? yeah yeah same here yeah or like my thing is it's like I'm still figuring out exactly what I want to do yeah. but I love the research side of things okay. but it's very hard to get into but yeah, like if I'm doing what I want to do in ten years, that would be amazing. But it is like the money, yeah. the like the opportunities <coughs> to just where I am. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point that you picked up on there is figuring out what you wanted to do. Because I, for the longest time, didn't know what I wanted to do. To be honest, still don't. But <laughs> that's okay. We're going with it. But I mean, there's a lot of people that come into university and and you know they they pick their specific subject and they do it and sometimes they they come to the end of it and it's not what they want to do and that's completely fine Mm. and if you're still working out what you want to do just know that that is okay because you can take career changes and and that's why we have mature students at university you've also also gained other skills from your degree it's not you do one degree and you're set on that career path you gain other skills it opens one door for you it doesn't close any it just opens them and continuously Mm. opens them until you find out what it is that you want to do and if you get to 60 and you decide i want to do something else go ahead and do it why not like you've got one life live it according to your rules and if there are things that you you want to want to try and my biggest thing is i've got a list as long as my arm and it's like i really want to do them but you think but in 10 years will i have even done any of them yeah Yeah. 10 years isn't that long away guys 10 years is soon (laughs) so we were talking about karaoke obviously i'm not a student anymore so (laughs) i I do miss karaoke everybody misses my uh sean paul Mr. Worldwide impression. Um, but are there any events that you're looking out for this year um, in the university calendar or the, the sporting calendar specifically? Like I know there are some markers um, that we all lead up to. Well, in terms of the sports calendar, there's always varsity. For those who don't know what that is, we play every year against Bucks New University and they're based in High Wycombe, I believe. Yep. Um, so pretty sure all of our teams play against all of yep, their teams much. if we if, have an equivalent yeah, team to them we it, all put it on 100 percent. um and it's one day one whole day year. of sports yes. <laughs> um and we play them at every known sport that they have and we have if we have a compatible team we'll play mm. them against it and then it's a race to see have you done varsity before no oh, oh. Wow. fourth year and wow. done one varsity i haven't been to a summer ball either oh no me oh. neither i've worked them all <laughs> For, for you, Louise, as being the female sport president, are there any women's specific, female specific um, events this year that you're looking forward to? Um, <laughs> so obviously, like um, this girl can week is coming up. So we'll look to do some uh, some events in that. And I know there's like women only sessions in the gym and everything. And that week, I'll just be looking to like push women's sports on social 100%. media yeah. and like 
recognise the achievements of those who have done good things. Yeah, of course. So we've got um, Disco Cam Week, which is November. Um, and then we also have... Um, yeah, we've done a when I was female sport president, I did a bit of work with um, breast cancer awareness yeah. and the Copper Phil Company, which I know that Louise is going to be yes. passing the baton on to. Um, and then obviously in March we have um, International Women's yeah. Day, and we usually have a women's conference. Um, and the same for this month, we've also got Movember, which you guys are leading. Yeah. So we've already done the charity quiz for Movember. But we're oh, looking- how did it go? Okay. <laughs> there wasn't there wasn't a lot yeah. of people, but there was. I think the people that there really enjoyed it, and there was a lot yeah. of enough money raised yeah. from a small group. It was people who were always there yeah. and keen to join in. I mean, the biggest part of November as well is raising awareness exactly. and growing a mo. I can see wheels from here. It's quite impressive. I you were gonna <laughs> yeah, I mean, money was Louise. You, 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 you can get a tape on one because I remember you doing that at basketball a few years. Yes, ago. I had a tape on one last oh. year. It was Hulk Maybe Hogan you can do that inspired. Next week training. That's what you do. Yeah, you should. Maybe. Amazon. Yeah. Pack of £105. <laughs> I am sponsored by Amazon, by the way. Um, is there anything else that has, you know, um, really facilitated your experience at university that you would like to discuss? Not necessarily, but another event, Sports Awards. End yeah. of the year. Oh, of course. End of the year. Um, annual Sports Awards. Um, all the sports teams get invited to a sit-down, is it a meal? It is a meal. Yes, yeah, a sure. meal. A meal Ooh. and... That's in a marquee outside on Frogal Lawn yep. with the Sportrahampton staff, all the committee members, all the team members yep, will be invited. Awards and things like that through that people how how they have done throughout the individual year. Individual awards, the individual well. awards, team awards, the lot. Um, so, however, you know, people people progress throughout the year. We also have like event awards um, and things like that. Um, and it's nice to see everybody dressed up really, really smart. Considering <laughs> the majority of the time, all they've got is t shirt, like shorts mm. and t shirts yeah. on. Uh, hopefully, this year will be better than ever because obviously yeah. we missed it the last yeah, two 100%. years. Years to catch up on. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, if that's everything, guys, thank you so much for joining me today thank on this guest podcast. That's all we have time for today on this episode of the Rampton Podcast. We hope you have enjoyed listening to us and if you would like to find out more about what we do or ask any questions, you can get in touch with us via social media at Sport Row on Instagram. And at Female Sport President. And at Male Sport President. Lovely. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. Bye. Thank you.